You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up. Welcome to another episode of Ad Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, but with me, the actual host, the owner proprietor, head of the art department, CFO, CEO, social media manager, lead project manager, head QA analyst, Elise Bacon. Bacon, how are you? Ah, I'm good. I am doing things, clicking the buttons. Making phone calls, not cussing people out, doing the thing. I think said that already. Let's go. All right. And in support of Bacon's um, continuous blood feud with the um, state government of Washington, um, we have uh, the creator of the Black Astronauts Podcast Network, Mr. Aaron Bapp Esquire. Sir, how are you? Welcome to the show. Oh, Esquire. Now. Esquire. Esquire. I don't know. I don't know, man. You put me in a level that I might not be ready for yet. No, it doesn't matter. He's got a vibe with it. Just like, he's just, just channel. I mean, he just does that. There's nothing he can do. Channel yeah, your yeah, inner. Accept your new role. It's over. Channel. Channel your inner Esquire. And it will, it will <laughs> just, it will come out of you like a stand. Like in JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, you will suddenly have a lawyer emerge from your spirit. And it will lawyer in your stead. That would, that would be okay. I mean, and like one of those black lawyers that's like on the billboard that you know can like kind of fight too. Like you, you know. You mean like having, you know who you talk? Having uh, invisible spirit, spiritual legal advice from your stand, your lawyer. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aaron, yes. watch how I mess with these two. Hey, I just picked up. I need to pick up like fifty more moonlight aether sands. Um, how y'all feel about helping me out? <laughs> you can go gather your goddamn self. You literally have a minor. Go be free. I'm just messing with you. We've been we've been crafting, crafting, crafting. So there were that's two, it. There just were, hanging out with these. There were two people that you mentioned. The second person is the greatest father in the history of the african-american community justin here of his own volition as a true example to his children and black children across the globe sir how are you so one never ask me for anything ever again (laughs) um (laughs) i i know that's a meme i know sakura never actually said that uh but I feel like after Smash Brothers Ultimate and all of the characters that were jam-packed into there, uh, yeah, never ask me for anything ever again. Um, but okay, I actually have a, I have, I, I don't think I've, I, I don't think I've told uh, this story on this show. So I was dropping, I was dropping my son off at a preschool. That's how long ago this was. That's how long ago this was. We were actually attending school regularly with the, you know, without the Panera bread outside. And I was wearing my uh, Black Heroes Matter shirt uh, that I picked up at Wicomicon. Again, that's how long ago this was. And this nice white lady sees me dropping off my son 
with my shirt and decides to make a point to tap my shoulder and say, your shirt should say, black fathers are heroes. Wait, somebody said that to you in public? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. I... Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, it's causing me physical pain. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's a secondhand yeah, that, embarrassment that, that, bomb. That's a secondhand embarrassment bomb right there. Was, that, oh, that. God. It was terrible. It was terrible. Like you, Aaron, you can attest to this. The, the, the amount of praise we get for just showing up. Oh my god! I remember when I used to uh, raise my little niece. I would I would take her around, um, and she's a baby. I would just babysit like during the day, just you know, and and uh, it was um, my ex's niece. And the Russian ladies were so impressed by my ability to push a cart with a living baby in it every day, five days in yes. a row. <laughs> they were yes. shocked by how alive that baby was. Like I would take her out, and we would you know sit there and talk and. You know, do you know? I sit there and watch her go about her business, and people were impressed that that baby was alive all five days in a row for months. Shocked, even. Oh, when we when we were doing jamboree, and it was me taking a uh, Jonathan. The everyone there was like, "Oh my gosh, the father is present." Jamboree, jamboree is the devil. Jamboree is the worst. It is the worst place on earth, man. No. No, I almost got in a fight at Jamboree. We ain't gonna talk about that. Uh, <laughs> no, it's one step removed from the Chuck E. Cheese. It's one it's step real, It's the Chuck real e. Chuck E. Cheese. It's like if it was alcohol at Jamboree, might be a different story. <laughs> <laughs> they right though. Like, I mean, I, I used to get praised for you know, like keeping the baby alive. I took her to Target one time. The white women asked me if I needed help uh, because she had to change her diaper, and I was like. No, <laughs> it's mine. I made you realize it. that I've. Uh, <laughs> you may not be aware of this, but I've actually done this before. Don't know if you know. I I didn't steal this baby. This baby <laughs> came with me. <laughs> like, like that, that's where that's where the bar is. The bar is literally existing. <laughs> not you didn't steal the baby. I mean, she looked just like me. Like, don't surprise. <laughs> like. She does though. She do look exactly like yeah. you. <laughs> I know her mom is upset. Not her and that baby. So I, I I know the feeling. When Jonathan came out, my mom showed me a picture of me at Jonathan's mm-hmm. age, and it's Jonathan. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, she's starting to look. She's starting to look like a little more like Kendra now. But whew, okay, woo, that first woo, those five first seven <laughs> years. I was like, I don't know, man. We all dicey. Do- I mean, roll the dice. Maybe I, maybe I did all this myself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, you, you, you were just a transport vehicle. You know, this is actually all of my work. <laughs> Listen, apparently that never stops happening. As I approach forty, I look more and more like my mother. Still, like I'm still like I look like my dad, and now I look more and more like my mother as time passes, and it's very, very funny. And I don't know how that is. So, apparently, it's just an ongoing process. Of genetic dominance, a genetic arm wrestling contest going on within each of us until we die. Or yeah, one of the I vaccines mean, turns us into what you say? What'd you say? Hmm? What'd you say? Turn us into what? Hmm? I said or well, one of the vaccines we have to take turns us into pterodactyl monsters. Oh, that would be fun. Oh my god. Would we it? actually be able to fly? Oh my god. Oh my god, that would be phenomenal. 
Can can you imagine like it'd be like one of those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, pterodactyls, like from the video game, like Turtles in Time. Well, I want to be a pterodactyl. Well, I mean, I assume that you know, right around the um, twelfth mega mega pox vaccine we have to take in about eight years, um, one of them is going to go wrong. You mean like eight months? Yes. Um. Hello. There's still a pandemic happening. Yes, we're still in the next one, and uh, one of the vaccines is uh, one of the vaccines are going to go wrong, and we're going to start turning into Resident Evil monsters. And um, I'm going to be happy that I did it of my own volition. I, I'm I'm be very pleased with my um, mutant powers. Um, what I hope to do is um, kind of lord over like the community center, and like trap people and take them there, and then like have a key for the main character. So the main character has to deal with me in the community center where I drag all my prey to get the key for something important. That's what I'm hoping for. But that's down the road. <laughs> so so smart smart zombies. That's what we're going with. I don't even I don't need just like I said before, just just monsters you have to deal with. Like I don't need to be smart. I need to be dealt with. Like I need you to think about what's happening. Like you walk into an area and like Something happens, like a car gets thrown, and then I look at you from a rooftop, and then I go back to the rooftop. And you know, after about an hour of gameplay and mechanics and resource management, you're going to have to deal with me. That's what I want. I don't need to be smart. I don't need to talk. I just need to be a, pre- to be a, a, a presence, a solid you presence. Be, mm-hmm. You need to be a mid-tier boss. Right. That's all. It's yeah, like, it's absolutely. Right. Okay. You, know, you, need the, you need a fuse to start the train to get out of Midtown. There's a fuse. Someone's guarding it. It's me. I throw cars. I take a lot of bullets. I run after you. So I'll just, you know, make my presence felt. I'm a, I'm a person. That's really the point. Even, even after I'm a mutation, I'm still a person. And with that, we will segue into how everyone is enjoying themselves and what they are playing. Bacon. I like asking Bacon because Bacon is playing the same thing. Literally in Final Fantasy fourteen as we speak, what? trying not to die. What? Well, so okay, you're you're in fourteen. I actually have a, a question for you about fourteen. So we're in a new patch. We are two weeks into the new patch now, and fourteen has changed how they release their Savage content. Savage is it's. Uh, it, 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 this is what's this is a test though. This isn't we don't know if it's permanent. So I have to disclaimer. So they they are testing out a a potential new rollout of their savage content. Savage content is their in-game content, their harder in-game content. Um and instead of releasing it at, when patch released, they released it a week after the patch. And they said, you know, we're experimenting, we want to see how it goes. And as our resident Savage Raider, uh Bacon, how do you feel about this change? It's so much better. I'm so much less stressed. Like, because usually all the crafting recipes and all of the everything, it all drops the same week as a savage. Um, and I, it 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 always makes like, um, like the so the 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 story content drops. The extreme trial drops, which has a weapon that you could use for savage. The um, the crafting recipes that have like the crafted gear for that is used for savage also drops. 
there's uh there's new and like those crafting recipes also include um uh items that have to be bought with a currency that you get from running dungeons but there's a new currency so you're starting with like nothing like you start with 500 um if you had capped your uh tombstones before the the patch dropped and so it makes it like a mad rush to get through everything to unlock savage to get savage ready and it just makes those first couple of days like the most stressful thing ever because like you're also gearing if you're a crafter you're not just gearing yourself you're probably gearing other people i don't know a crafter that's only working on their own stuff um but also and I mean, then there's like and, market board like prices you also but you also have the factor that you gear to fc if you didn't gear to fc that would be a totally different factor no it'd still be it'd still be awful well like, i mean it, yeah you still like be. even even before we had members to gear it was still extremely stressful right no 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 i'm not saying not as far as stressful but i'm saying the amount that you had to do or you volunteer to do is an added stress that's like i wish they understood what it takes to craft like one set of armor right like it's not just one or two pieces it's like seven or eight rare pieces with yeah i i feel like some people get it because they like you know they see me online all day and like they see uh, Justin on all day and we're like oh you're literally gathering and crafting all day <laughs> I spent the first and then two days and then the you go and do time. and then you do go and do high-end content so that you can get mm. stuff ready for your own shit but again like you have to still do like story stuff in order to unlock the content that needs to get done and since like I said like I also do the savage rating like uh patch day is like one of the most stressful days like i spend like weeks before patch day getting ready for patch day (laughs) so it was nice having a breather the market board prices were relatively stable for like multiple days they also like had upped the uh gathering and crafting like uh gear requirements so that it wasn't just like so people were just like unprepared for it, which also made the Morgan Boy Prince a little yeah, yes, more stable. It, yes, yes, it I made bait. like <laughs> so I was, I was, I was, I had like had to stop on like working on like crafting for money as well, but I still came out like net like 40, 50 million. Like, oh, no, I didn't touch fit. I had so I gambled with my melds for my gathering, and apparently I gambled the opposite direction of everybody else. Because when I logged in, I just see everyone said, oh, my melds are wrong. And I was like, that means mine are right. Ooh, buddy. Yeah, so what people did is they they uh, they went for GP and gathering and not perception. Or they went and that's all, all I did. Or, or they went too far perception and didn't have enough gathering. Yeah. And I've always done my gathering melds. I don't follow the BIS melds for uh, that that get posted like ever because it just does, they don't make sense to me. So I've I always balance out my gathering and perception, but I do make my perception a bit higher, but not like a lot higher. And it was just like my melds are perfect, even yeah. for my crafting recipes. The melds that I had for my crafted set, perfect. 
like for gathering my gp with food would get to 900 i'm like okay yeah i don't there's no need to go like 910 because everything is increments of 100 yeah and and even like there's one ability that's 50 like it doesn't you can't get to 950 you can't get to a thousand so just stay at 900 and so I just went perception and then got my gathering to like three to 35, 35, 50. Oh yeah. I was in that. I was in that sweet spot. So yeah, we, we, we cleaned up. And those nodes was every time you was hitting them, you was basically getting half a, a level of a spirit bonding. Like every time you hit one of those rare nodes, I was getting so much money just getting. Oh yeah. Selling why do you think I was like percep- Why do you think I bought a whole bunch of spirit bond uh, mm-hmm. FC actions? I was like, like materia selling for everybody. Right. So what we're saying is, if your FC wasn't taking care of you, if your FC wasn't out here gearing you, giving you those spirit bonds, you could so you could get more materia as you gather it, as you craft. Come to death row. That's all I'm saying. Just come to death row. (laughs) Fucking dork. I'm just, I'm just saying, we got, a, we got a nice squad over here. We, we, we doing things over here, you know. You know what though? It really is a nice, like, mix of people. Like, we got some crafters, we got some gatherers, we got some people that do everything. We got some people that kind of don't really do anything. We got some newbies. We got some old. Like, it just, like, it's a genuinely good time. Like, I, I'm, I'm very happy I joined. And maybe one day I'll finish, finish the near raids. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you joined for the near rates. I know. I finished them. Uh, I think I finished them at the beginning of last year, middle, and whenever the last patch came out before 7.0 or 6.0. Excuse me. No idea. What number are we on? My brain is fried. Like, 6.2. I. I I've been I've been crafting so much and then I'm like I've also been farming content for gear and I have a I have a because Final Fantasy 14 has loot lockouts as well so like I've also been I haven't I have an alt so I can practice in party finder which is just like you're you're queuing up you're forming you're pre-forming parties with random people so that you can uh run the high-end content um, but because of loot lockouts, if I get it clear, like on my main account, it, it fucks over my static entirely. But I'm also a person that learns by smashing their head into the, into things. So, um, I've, I had, I set up an alt so that I could, um, just go and party finder and learn the fights and learn mechanics without screwing over my static. And I've also been working on gearing up my alt because I need gear on that alt in order to do the content. Didn't didn't you just start that alt? How did you get to ninety so quick? Uh, I level skipped and story skipped. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Yeah, wait, so wait. it it takes you up to Endwalker and takes you to eighty. So I only went from eighty oh, okay. to ninety, but I also leveled Bard from one to ninety in oh, like less than a week. Hell, hell no. Because it, it, I was gonna, I decided to learn it on DPS because there's more DPS slots open than like healer slots open. So, so you want to talk about Insidious? Yeah. In preparation for the new Savage tier, Squeenix said, "Oh yeah, having a huge sale on Mog Station. Level skips are also on sale." 
They're, allegedly, this is in line with the ninth anniversary of Final Fantasy fourteen. But uh, level skips are doing. not on sale. Oh, they're not everything on sale. but like everything oh, but okay. level skips. The Fantasias are on sale, and all of the glamour is on sale, and the oh, mounts okay. are on, and mounts are on sale. Anything I that's thought, not an event item or level skip. I thought they were reaching uh, Game Pass levels of Insidious of just hey, you need alts for the raid. Here you go. Just, just no, they don't. They don't skip. usually. They don't usually do that because they don't actually. They don't promote having alts, even though they know people have alts. Because the game isn't really set up so that you have alts. Although if you do purchase retainers, it is it is account wide. Yeah, I figured, I figured that out when I started an alt on a uh, on a different uh, server. Well, not a different server, a different. Uh, I can't think right now. Yeah, I found out on my housing alt, so I'm moving all of my housing items to Lee because I can just have nine, like ten retainers of just housing items on Lee. What do y'all think about the story? I mean, without getting into, you know, details and all that. If you are a fan of Final Fantasy IV, just go ahead and buy fourteen. There you go. They just just, they buy fourteen. They sprinkle so much four in there. It's not even the sprinkle. It's just four. It's just just four. The entire patch is like four i'm i'm ashamed of myself when they leaked the dungeon name it didn't click with me yes I, as soon as that happened i was like oh 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 yeah. <laughs> like it, it all hit me at once <laughs> but yeah it's, it's been great man I, I really i really do enjoy how they tell their story it's just they they do everything right in various ways like did, did y'all know soken actually got the actual stems from the original ff14 battle track like he got the actual ones that were in archive to use like this does not surprise me that man is so fucking detailed that is incredible right and it jams oh my god it jams so hard (laughs) so yeah i loved it does that mean that Final Fantasy is what you've been enjoying as well, Bap? Uh, yeah, but I also have one other thing. Uh, Midnight Fight uh, Express. I think I messaged you about it. Have you Have you checked that out at all? I've, I've downloaded it. Um... It is... It reminds me of um, Batman. Like, it has the Batman combat, right? But a little deeper. Um... And it, what's the the shooter that you wore pig mask and you were going around? Hotline uh, Miami. It, remi- it reminds me of a 3D Hotline Miami. And it, I'm very much enjoying it. It's violent. Like I said this in the Discord, it, the gunshots, when you pick it, like when you actually pick up a pistol and you actually get one and you shoot it, it feels fucked up. Right, like I've never felt that experience. Like first time I did it, I was like, "Pow!" I was like, oh, well, hmm, that wasn't. I didn't ever experience that before, um, and it's because of the flow of the fight, um, and how rarely you get them until later on in the uh, in the game. So, hmm. But yeah, I've, I've okay. I'm down for it. I uh, I have it sitting on my uh, Xbox. Um, handful of Game yes. Pass games, of course, just sitting there as everyone's mm-hmm. Xbox has about four or five Game Pass games just sitting there 
on the bench and warmups, just chatting with each Pentiment other. Pentiment just downloaded today. I had no idea I even thought that it was coming that soon. Oh, what game? Just downloaded. Pentiment. What is Pentiment? I mean, I've seen the name. It what is, is it? It's like a RPG, uh, but it's in like a that art style that they're showing on the on the cover. It's like that art style. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're gonna have to do like a game pass walkthrough on mm. some of these games because there are a handful of games that are uh, that are intriguing, and we might need to come mm. together and play some of them and uh, tell people. Yeah, where I'm to gonna go. have to talk about. Um... Uh, hard space shipbreaker some more i know i talked about oh, it in the yeah. nerd off but i just cannot remember if i talked about it on this show you did not oh you talked about a nerd off i believe um e. yeah you talked about it on the nerd off we didn't get around to it comes out on xbox i think next week or the week after that next so, week next i was week. like it's been on oh i thought it's been on xbox or has uh, it just been pc game it's been pass P- it's been pc game pass and now it's gonna be on xbox oh okay cool yeah I've, I've i've been streaming it if anybody's been if anybody's interested but i've been playing a lot of it mm-hmm. you've been blowing up pow quite literally <laughs> quite literally these fuel tankers are good money but fuck my life quite literally they um don't care about it um justin what are you playing? i've been crafting hell and gathering hell for the last couple of weeks but now that i have time to myself i've actually been playing saints row and despite what reviews are saying it's enjoyable it's fun it's a saints row game like it, it, it's basically a reboot of Saints Row Three. Um, unfortunately, like from a mechanical standpoint, it plays like Saints Row Three. Like it plays like a PlayStation Three game. It's a, it's an open world shooter with no cover mechanic. So that's that was a design choice. Um, it look the graphics look like a PS Three era game. But again, the if that's the look you're going for, there's ways to do that and not make it look outdated. But it's also fine like it's enjoyable it's fun um, not make it feel bad yeah like there's ways to not make it feel bad it, it is not the like I, I think set like it's average it's fine you know it, it's definitely fun with a person like if you have a friend playing with you it's definitely more fun than just playing by yourself and that's how I've been playing it like I've been playing co-op and it's been really fun just like screwing around in this wacky world um but it's a, it's a Saints Row game. Like I, I, so people wanted. Oh, go ahead. I got a question because and and just hear me out on this. Of course, Xbox bias, whatever. Um, in a world where Game Pass exists, is it is is it worth buying? Like, is it at two? At full price, absolutely not. At, okay. at, at full price, absolutely not. Catch it, catch it on like a. I'd pay twenty bucks. Like it's a, it's a twenty dollar game. Like I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think a lot of the the ire towards this game is they wanted it to be Saints Row Two, and you're never getting another Saints Row Two. If you want Saints Row Two, go play Grand Theft Auto Online because Grand Theft Auto Online is basically Saints Row Two now. Oh my god! I, I feel is, yes. I feel like it. I feel like just wanting another saints row but like not necessarily saints row because i didn't have a problem i had like an issue with saints row 3 except for some narrative stuff but um like an updated saints row like i if it if it's 
Well, and that's that's what this attempts to be. Like they they take out the problematic juvenile humor and just double down on wackiness. Right? Like they, they double down on the absurd, they double down on their type of social commentary, right? Like Grand, Grand Theft Auto tries to be a satire of capitalist America, right? F- Grand Theft Auto 5 actually does it really cleverly while also making fun of themselves and just that style of game. Saints Row the Reboot is you're broke, you got to pay student loans, and you're doing whatever you can to get by until eventually you're just like, you know what? Why don't I just start a crime family? And like all of the absurdity... Accurate all of the absurdity of video games and like that narrative, they play, they at the same time lampshade and play straight. And I think that is very clever. Like the narrative here is very clever. I think another issue people had with this is the characters are likable. Now here's what I mean by that. Your core crew, they all have their endearing qualities. Like your crew isn't a bunch of jerks. Saints Row 1, 2, three your crew was kind it was like the crew of archer they were your friends but they're also a bunch of jerks this is like no these are actually like genuinely good people and you actually like hanging around with them the crew the crew of the original saints row was like oh these are a bunch of jerks and i enjoy watching them be jerks (laughs) that's usually right that's one of my one thing that i noticed i was like these people are um a little awkwardly written but they're not assholes. And I think people wanted the assholes, the original Saints, because they were absolutely terrible Rick and Morty style uh, jerks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I can that, hate that shit. <laughs> right. And that's what they wanted. And like, I, I do like how Saints Row 3 kind of takes that and lampoons it. Like Rick and Morty kind of plays it straight. Archer, the gag is, no, they're awful and everybody knows they're awful and they're awful to each other. That's the gag. Saints Row 3 kind of goes the Archer route versus Saints Row 2, which is like Rick and Morty. It's like, yeah. oh, they're jerks, but it's justified. It's like, no, they're jerks, and everyone knows they're jerks, and they should feel bad for being jerks. I, I argue that Saints Row 3 might have been one of the best games that year. Oh, um, yeah. It was- like, overall gameplay, like, even that story, they made them assholes likable, and who would have fucking thought you would like Shandy from Saints Row 2? Like what? <laughs> the best decision they did was revamping Shandi's character and not explaining how they not explaining why they revamped it. Not at all. They just, <laughs> they just completely took the the stoner fan service girl and turned her into Lana Kane. No they did. Fucking they just, yep, nope, she's Lana Kane now. Are you gonna explain why? Nope. Okay, Saints, cool. Saints Row the Third is like a good Fast and the Furious movie. It just That's keeps exactly what it dumber is. and dumber and dumber until it's like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm in now. Like, let's just, like, let, yeah, let's go to the moon. I don't care. Let's, yeah, sure. Like, the, we're going to go, we're going to go into the internet. Sure. The first mission in Saints Row 3 is you taking over a penthouse set to Kanye West power. Yes. <laughs> Skydiving. Skydiving. Wow. Like, people. Infinite ammo is a thing it, it's not even a bonus it's like a thing the game will just give you like here's infinite ammo we don't we know why you're here just take it here <laughs> so so i have a question though. do you think um yeah do you think that they're building towards because i realize like you know all this you know general anger towards a new group of guys but like the original saints row compared by where they wound up versus where they started it's a similar leap 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they tried to play it sort of, kind of straight, and then by the end, they just were off. There was absolute Fast and the Furious, but do you think they're building towards that again? Yeah, because I, I mean, like you start what, Saints yeah. Rose 3 as the fucking press. Right. So it's like, where you, because I remember playing, it's just the, the journey of your of the Saints is fairly insane. It's like, some people are complaining, but I'm like, I think they might be redoing that journey again. <laughs> and right. That, that, so. I, I don't think it's going to end with you becoming president, but if it, because like they, they've already done that particular route, but it's a we're re- gonna they, We're going to be Elon Musk, but better. Ba- that's basically what it's leading up. Yes, we're gonna be and, Fast and the Furious in space, and like that—that's the kind of game Saints Row is now. It's Fast and the Furious. That's what and I the- want. I want more Fast and the Furious. Um, honestly, I think in general, just like a lot of uh, devs, like if you notice, like all of the games right now are kind of like not what expected quality was, and I just have to be like, we're in a fucking pandemic, like games take years to make what's been happening the last two years like i don't i don't know what to tell you all like it's just gonna be rough right now like music's up because everybody was locked in and you can be locked in a fucking studio forever solo but like games are just like massive collaborative things and it's just been a mess the last two years and again how long do you think games take to make it takes two years to make Two to three years. So no I think I think we're just gonna out. continue having some quality issues. Bungie yeah. got it figured out. I'll say. Them well, I mean, Bungie's also on top of hiring on top of hiring right now. They I mean, honestly, we won't know with Bungie until after they have like out a new IP. But like, Bungie's also been suffering from like some issues. The only thing that they've got it easy is that, like, Destiny is like a game like destiny's already built they're just adding to it like these were games in production the the things they're doing to this game maybe Aaron can speak to a little better than i can um like story-wise and usage of like the content the way they're doing it it feels like a little different It's, it's a little more investment than it had been previously um and i don't know where it came from but like this last campaign was amazing you know it felt more put together and it it, you know that was during the camp uh during the pandemic so that's that's more what i was talking about right i'm talking i'm talking technical quality um it will take a it will take like like i said the game's already made they're not they're not there's like the the worst of the bugs are already worked out because it's a it's not a new game. Yeah, we won't see anything until they make an actual proper shift. Like maybe if they, whenever them say Destiny Three happens, or if they do anything bold and are like, all right, fuck everybody on old gen consoles for one of these expansions, <laughs> and then we'll see. Then we'll see kind of a bit of a lift. But right now they're just kind of in rhythm. A lot of what you're talking about is just um direction artistic direction destiny is a better story being told um it's a better game being um framed for the player in terms of game design um but none of that is like i said you know like we haven't seen the sony money really hit the account yet because now they're still just circulating it and hiring people we don't know what it looks like yet they're still they're still building the wing that um they had to take down when activision stopped paying them 
So well, I was I was talking more in the way of collaboration because I thought we were talking more in the lines of collaboration, being in the studio together. And since they've been on the pandemic, Bungie has still been kind of like away from each other. They haven't been able to get to each other in that way. That's more of what. Oh I was yeah, they have. Oh, yeah, they definitely are. Most of the most of Bungie still work from home. I don't think they're going to stop doing that for the foreseeable future. Absolutely right. Right. Yeah, I think. I think that just leaves me. Um, in the interest of time, let me give you guys enough space. Um, I just want to say that Konami tried. Um, I finally got the Cowabunga collection. Um, every Ninja Turtles game ever released by Konami all at once. Um, full disclosure, um, one of the reasons why I could never enjoy Shredder's Revenge is because it took from so many Turtles games I wanted to play at once. I wanted to play those games. I played through Shredder's Revenge twice. And I said I would like to play through Hyperstone Heist and Turtles in Time um, more than a little bit. And the Super Nintendo version, the arcade version, I wanted to play through those. Um, they brought out all of those. And having played through a chunk of each, I feel much better. Um, it has the most features, personally, for like... like For me, personally, like there might be some holes. I haven't played every single title compilation. But out of all the Konami ones, it definitely has the most in it. Um, it's got um, box art from the original games, advertisements from the original games, um, game manuals scanned. You can scroll through them. Um, reviews like Electronic Gaming Monthly, reviews of the Ninja Turtles games, soundtracks, uh, comics over the last 30 years, TV shows over the last 30 years, concept art for all the games. And um, a very interesting mode called Watch that lets you watch a um, flawless playthrough of the game. Um, you're just in case you say, you know, made if you might have made the um, moral and stylistic adjust uh, uh, move to not play a Game Boy game. Like I didn't realize there were two other Ninja Turtles games on Game Boy. I don't want to play a Game Boy game though. I appreciate them for existing. I want to do that. Fortunately, I can watch a perfect playthrough of them. And uh, it's just very, it's very clever. Um, also, um, you know how uh, the original arcade game, Turtles in Time, used to have those moments where, you know, um, toll booths, where the difficulty spikes so hard that it costs you two or three extra bucks to get through. And the only way you would know is if you played it enough to memorize those bits. Um, those games have the options of turning that off. It's called a penalty bomb. And seeing the option of being able to turn that off, have vindicated my inner child. My inner child was like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme, just pointing at the screen, <laughs> holding a beer. Like that's why. That's why it costs us ten dollars to be Ninja Turtles. That shit. <laughs> furious. <laughs> just furious. That's why. So. I didn't even know what you were talking about about Turtles of Time. That's how hard it was for me to even think about that concept of like it being more turtles of time in turtles of time yes i was blown away when you told me i was blown away yes so it's um it is konami i have not seen konami try in this hard in a decade at least um i assume that because it's the ninja turtles license someone i i assume that they that this is this is um a high quality this is high quality under um threat of violence like this is not konami acting under their own like this is not 
under their own volition. Like someone fought hard for the quality of this collection of games to be as good and complete as it is. Um, but it is definitely worth it. If you are a Ninja Turtles fan, old gamer, you will like something here because you played something here. You had to have. Um, it's particularly rewarding. I I don't know if anybody else got the Ninja Turtles games on Nintendo because the Nintendo games versus the arcade games were so, the disparity was so large that even as a child, I knew this was bullshit. It was, yeah, it was literally a different, it, it was literally just a different game. I, I never knew how to play them. Like I, the sewer level, I, I would get there and just be like, I'm, okay, I'm done. That's it's another magic. thing. You can also see a perfect playthrough of the original Ninja Turtles game. Um, which is notoriously difficult. So, I don't know if you remember that um, underwater swimming section. Some people will. Yeah. The level yes, where you're underwater absolutely. and you defuse the bombs, but for some reason, even though you were a turtle, you swam like Mario for some reason. And you were under the gun, had no precise movement, couldn't touch anything, where the, 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 the path was the exact size of your turtle. And you had about three minutes to defuse all these bombs, so you couldn't sit there and wait. Um, that beat the hell out of Tiny Aaron. He never beat that level. Apparently, it's um, notorious. Four people have mentioned that level when I brought up Cowabunga Collection uh, for older gamers. So, yeah, um, I would say it's um, it is if you care about any of those games, one hundred percent instant purchase. It is well worth the forty. I thought forty dollars was a little steep until I had it, and uh, I think forty dollars is a perfect price for it. Absolutely, yo. This this is the studio that made that Space Jam new Legacy arcade game, and they also made that. Remember the Street Fighter anniversary collection that came out a few years back? Yeah. They made that, and they made like these dudes or these people are doing good work. With because they did the Mega Man Legacy collection. Yeah, I'm, yeah, absolutely. You know what absolutely. it is? I I almost wanna I'm gonna email see if I can get an interview with them because I wonder what the philosophy is behind remastering classic games is you know what i mean like i would like that that discussion because we always talk about you know we understand modern game design but what do you look for when you're trying to remake an older game like what is the goal of the studio because you know like you see um i think it was sonic what was the last sonic game that came out was it it wasn't sonic mania but there was a sonic collection of games that kind of got pushed out by Sega before the developer was ready. Sonic oh, Origin? yeah, Origin. Right. Origin. It got pushed out too fast. And the developers were like, yeah, they kind of forced our hand here. And they've been kind of backtracking and slowly patching the game now. And um, hearing the lead developer, he was very passionate about that. And that type of passion is fascinating to me. Like, it's like you're not making an IP, um, but you're recreating something that was, like, important to your childhood. It must be a different development experience. Like, I want... I, that is my goal. Right. Have one of those one of those folks on the show because I want I just want to hear because it's it's got to be a passion project inherently. You don't make remake all the Sonic I games. Actually, what you say? We'll talk after the show because I actually know who you should email. Oh, so. okay, let's go. That would be dope. Let's we go. Have, we might have the we might have the in we might have the in. Um, speaking of all of this content and referencing back to earlier final fantasy i have to go murder things all right i think um 
It is uh, my, I have to go grief my static. Be toxic and just let everybody die to not enough heals because apparently that's the healer meta right now is not healing or DPSing. Just standing there looking cute. Um, Might be I, some shade. I just want everyone. It's been, to I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Like it, it's been wild out there right now. I'm sitting it's here been, like even in normals. Even I'm in like, normals, what is going on? Like in normals, they're just looking you off. Like wh whatever. You're not healing or doing damage. I don't know what they're doing. Um, and that is the work that goes into the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. In between raiding and crafting, Bacon's like, we need more content. And then Bacon bang their fist on the table to get the fuck on this call. We're going to record a show until I got to be on with my stat. I got to do this raid. Now the raid is here. And um, real fast. But I do, I also do raid to create more content. I'm always doing content. Content forever. Content. <laughs> never ending, never ending content. All right, folks. Does anything I want to, anyone want to add anything real fast before we wrap it up? This turbo episode, pre-raid episode of ADD Space. Aaron, other Aaron, Justin. Everybody done. Everybody done fell out. No, I, I just wanted to make sure Bacon had had the uh, killing time. All right. So it is, it is killing it. time. All right. It's killing time. I, I more, feel like more this, like this dying maybe, time. Maybe the turbo, but we got we got we got good we got we good content. We we discussed uh, in game development philosophy with fourteen and how staggering it is helping the player community and hopefully they keep that. We talked Saints Row. Give a quick rundown of why it's getting review bombed. Uh, of course, obvious reason it's getting review bombed is, like I said, they like I kind of yada yada it, but they did take out a lot of the problematic humor that Saints Row was famous for, and they definitely made it more inclusive, which is what they've been doing since Saints Row the Third. Um, that's also another reason why, but yeah, so a lot happened. We did the thing. Um, yeah. All right, folks. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And, uh, have a pleasant day. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up.